0: Good morning. I'm Aya and having a little trouble with Facebook. I'm not able to record directly onto Blue Lotus page. It's happened a few times before. So I'm doing it directly onto my page, and I'll hope you can find it. I tried to tag Blue Lotus, but I will try to um, share it then to Blue Lotus if you don't get it here. So it's Friday, September 3rd. And we're still having a cool period, uh, relatively cool, like 70 degrees today. So certainly a break from the heat and the humidity that so much of the country has been experiencing. Along with hurricanes and tornadoes and flooding and fires, all the water is in the wrong part of the country. So... Hopefully you are surviving and you are able to generate metta and compassion for yourself and not only your loved ones, but all beings everywhere. We're practicing metta as much as we can these days, and compassion. And if there's something you do find you can do to help, um, let others know. And you can let us know, and if you if there are uh, organizations that you find are particularly healthy health, healthy, and uh, getting getting services directly to people being affected, that's good to share as well. So today is day six in our pilgrimage, and this is from a book edited and compiled by Ken and Wisaka. Uh, Kawasaki, who who are uh, originally, I think they lived in Seattle and now they have lived for many years, over 20 years, in Sri Lanka and they're both uh, writers and artists and they have done some beautiful illustrated volumes of the Jataka tales and worked with the Dhammapada and done lots of, they've done ESL text and uh, they are really, uh, amazing people, and uh, they've given me permission to use this, and I was so delighted that they—they they felt like it was a good use of the book and of uh, and of what I'm doing. So today is day six, and it's a 35-day pilgrimage in India to the four wonderful sites and many others that are that the Buddha. Uh, recommended that people could see and and it would help with their practice and give them encouragement and it they it should arouse emotion in the faithful it's where where he was born where he sub- attained his en- enlightenment and where he gave his first talk setting the wheel uh, setting in motion the wheel of the Dhamma, and fourth where he Passed away, and that was his final liberation, his parinibbana. So, these this is a 35 day trip around, and we're just imagining ourselves each day at a site, are um, being able to just imagine ourselves being alive when the Buddha was teaching 2,600 years ago, and maybe. Um, just letting it arouse those real, those positive emotions that can help spur us on give us that extra energy and push to just keep going in samsara making our way through so this is day 6 we'll have a reading and a very short reflection and this is on giving so if you like, you can just go ahead and be in your meditation posture and even close your eyes as I read. This is short today. And then we can sit. And when we sit, we can just allow the, the, whatever the teaching is to just be in our minds and we can uh, investigate it with curiosity investigate it with interest we don't need to be thinking about it but just let the let the message be there for you and see see how it how it fits or works for you <laughs> the reading on day 6 is on giving the buddha said a donation may be endowed with six factors three factors of the donor and three factors of the recipients what are those six factors Before giving, the donor is glad. While giving, the donor's mind is bright and clear. And after giving, the donor is gratified. These are the three factors of the donor. The recipients are free of passion, or are practicing for the subduing of passion. And these recipients would are. Are the monastics, the monk, the sangha, the Buddhist sangha? They are free of aversion or practicing for the subduing of aversion, and they are free of delusion or practicing for the subduing of delusion. These are the three factors of the recipients. It is not easy to measure the. It is not easy to me- measure. The merit of a donation which is endowed with these six factors. One cannot say that this great amount of merit which will result which will result in a heavenly rebirth. One can say only that the merit is such of uh, the merit of such donation is incalculable, incalculable and immeasurable. It is not easy to measure the water in the ocean as this many buckets of water, this many hundreds of buckets of water, this many thousands of buckets of water, or this many hundreds of thousands of buckets of water. One can say only that it is an incalculable and immeasurable mass of water. In the same way as for the merit of a donation endowed with these six factors, One can say only that it is incalculable and immeasurable. From the Anguttara Nikaya 637. So here's the reflection, and the reflection is called Blessings. It's very short. May you receive all blessings May the devas protect you. Through the power of the Buddha, the Dhamma, and the Sangha, may you enjoy well-being. So let's sit with day six. The blessings, and these are blessings that come from any kind of Dana, any kind of giving. Giving can be just your presence. Giving can be uh, listening to a talk and learning from a talk. So Dana can be doesn't have to be, isn't measured because it's in its money or has a value monetarily. Dana are gifts that we give with our being, with our heart. And uh, they bring these blessings. Just the natural, that's the natural outcome of that outflowing of generosity. And we, we feel it too. So the world is a tough place these days. It's hard to read the news. It's hard to see the suffering of people who may not be um uh, physically very close to us but we can feel their suffering just the same and when we are compassionate people it can be hard when there's doesn't seem to be a lot we can do but what we can always do is send our send our good thoughts our prayers our blessings to these people and we can Find acts of kindness, perhaps closer to home, that can help us uh, feel that we're doing something. And there are always people who need to have a friend. There are always people who need to have kind words and loving words. So there's always something we can do. And it may help us as much as it helps the other, and that's okay. So let's sit and just allow our minds to become calmer, more stable, and that is going to help us through the day and that's going to help us in any effort that we put out to help others. The calm, clear mind, Allows us to uh, put forth the right energy. It helps us make the right decisions as we go through our day. And it can get us through a lot of difficult times. And it's nice to live with a clear, stable, calm mind. So... Let your body relax and be aware of the body breathing. And no matter what posture you're in, you can feel your spine lifting up, but without raising your shoulders. We don't want to get like this. That means there's a lot of tension there. So as you exhale, see if you can really feel your shoulders Lowering as you exhale. Let your hands rest comfortably in your lap, either palms up or palms down. If you come to the to your position and your mind is full of uh, racing thoughts or uh, you feel like your mind is rushing, you're having trouble just feeling grounded, uh, put your feet on the floor. If that's the case. Be as close to the earth as you can be or be close to a tree. Um, But then you can start with one or two deep breaths. Breathing in. And then breathing out. Do just a few of those deep, deeper breaths. It's just to help you become more grounded, more centered, helps bring your bring everything into your body. And go back to your natural breath. And we can let our breath be the focus of our attention. but we're just noticing our breath either, around our nostrils, or as we feel or sense our belly rising and falling. Rising with the inhale, contracting with the exhale. We can choose that spot or we can just choose the sensations we notice around our nostrils. But we're not following our breath inside of our bodies. We want to be aware of where we feel our breath. That's a light focus. And as we explore what's coming into us through our sense doors, the focus of our attention will change. But if we become distracted and our mind starts making up stories, we come back to that breath to bring us back to our anchor. We can do this anywhere we are, no matter what we're doing. We can see if our mind is getting, um, is racing or we're caught up in stories. No matter where we are, what we're doing, we can learn to come back to that breath. And feel the calm, stable mind and then go on with our day. As you breathe, just be aware of everything coming into you through those sense doors, your hearing, your smell, your taste, feeling of contact with your, through your, through the outer parts of your body, just the feeling of where you're sitting, how it feels, your feet on the floor, how solid your chair is or if you're on a cushion, how that feels under you. If there's a breeze blowing, how does that feel blowing over your skin? I was following a meditation of Bhante Sumita who's um, And he was as he was guiding his meditation, he mentioned that when we close our eyes, that that enhances our other senses because by just blocking most of the vision, we're not blocking all the light but blocking the the visual landscape, it enhances our other senses. So we become more aware of hearing and our other senses. And we're aware of these objects that we're paying attention to, but our focus is really on our reaction. How do we react to the sound? How do we react? to uh, a smell we notice. Is it pleasant or unpleasant, or is it just neutral? Try letting go of any preferences. Just keep relaxing your body. Just let go of everything. You may be exploring the concept of blessings or giving. Just being aware of the sounds that are coming in through your ears, the thoughts in your mind, As you keep sitting, you might be more aware of your body. If it feels comfortable, if it feels restless, And just like our breath, we inhale, we exhale, it rises, it falls. Let those things coming into, coming in through your senses, let them just rise and fall as well. Any thoughts that come into your head, allow them to be there and then just let them fall away. Those thoughts can allow us to see our habit patterns, but we don't need to hang on to them and make bigger stories out of them. Let's be aware of them, but then allow them to move on. They're not who we are. Same with the sounds we hear. Some will be refreshing and we love to hear the sound of birds or feeling that we're out in nature. But then we hear a person's radio or we hear traffic in the background or a sound that doesn't seem as pleasant to us. Just notice how we quickly can change uh, our preference. You know, we, we like one thing and we dislike something else immediately. See if we can just let that go, just let it all be what it is. Well, I wish we could just keep sitting. It would be a lovely morning to do that, but our time together is up, but you can keep sitting. I'm going to walk my neighbor's dog, and uh, that will be a good way. That's always a good way. After, after meditating with you, I go and walk her dog, and I can kind of continue, and I can see be out in the neighborhood and think of all the possibilities, all the people and animals and creatures to uh, send metta to. It's lovely. So thank you for being here, and I will see you Sunday morning, and I hope you have a lovely weekend. I know uh, at Blue Lotus Temple to Tomorrow's Saturday, Jim Kale, a longtime Sangha friend, is giving the Donna the uh, Dhamma talk. So you have to be there in person. So take a mask and go see go see the talk. I'm hoping it works out for me to go. That's my plan. So be well, be happy, be peaceful. And may everything you do today, your speech, your actions, your thoughts, be done from kindness. And may they be of benefit not only to us, to you, to me, but to all beings everywhere. Thank you. Have a beautiful day.